Hi, I'm Dagi Dawid and this is my podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Talent Listening with Dagi. This segment is in between episode where I don't interview someone. This podcast fits between other podcasts. I'm going to provide you with a chapter and this is a great chapter. It is called The Professional. It is from the book The War of Art. If you like the audiobook and its complete awesomeness, then I suggest you go online. The book highlights so much needed tough love to all artists and business people and creative people who spend more time battling the resistance against work than actually doing the work, which I try to win my inner creator battle in my own life. But in the meantime, this function is a standalone piece from the book. Please enjoy The Professional from the War of Art. A professional is patient. Resistance outwits the amateur with the oldest trick in the book. It uses his own enthusiasm against him. Resistance gets us to plunge into a project with an overambitious and unrealistic timetable for its completion. It knows we can't sustain that level of intensity. We will hit the wall. We will crash. The professional, on the other hand, understands delayed gratification. He is the ant, not the grasshopper. The tortoise, not the hare. Have you heard the legend of Sylvester Stallone staying up three nights straight to churn out the screenplay for Rocky? I don't know. It may even be true. But it's the most pernicious species of myth to set before the awakening writer because it seduces him into believing he can pull off the big score without pain and without persistence. The professional arms himself with patience, not only to give the stars time to align in his career, but to keep himself from flaming out in each individual work. He knows that any job, whether it's a novel or a kitchen remodel, takes twice as long as he thinks and costs twice as much. He accepts that. He recognizes it as reality. The professional steals himself at the start of a project, reminding himself it is the Iditarod, not the 60-yard dash. He conserves his energy. He prepares his mind for the long haul. He sustains himself with the knowledge that if he can just keep those huskies mushing, sooner or later the sled will pull into Nome. A professional acts in the face of fear. The amateur believes he must first overcome his fear, then he can do his work. The professional knows that fear can never be overcome. He knows there is no such thing as a fearless warrior or a dread-free artist. What Henry Fonda does after puking into the toilet in his dressing room is to clean up and march out on stage. He's still terrified, but he forces himself forward in spite of his terror. He knows that once he gets out into the action, his fear will recede and he'll be okay. A professional accepts no excuses. The amateur, underestimating resistance's cunning, permits the flu to keep him from his chapters. 
He believes the serpent's voice in his head that says mailing off that manuscript is more important than doing the day's work. The professional has learned better. He respects resistance. He knows if he caves in today, no matter how plausible the pretext, he'll be twice as likely to cave in tomorrow. The professional knows that resistance is like a telemarketer. If you so much as say hello, you're finished. The pro doesn't even pick up the phone. He stays at work. A professional is prepared. I'm not talking about craft. That goes without saying. The professional is prepared at a deeper level. He is prepared each day to confront his own self-sabotage. The professional understands that resistance is fertile and ingenious. It will throw stuff at him that he's never seen before. The professional prepares mentally to absorb blows and to deliver them. His aim is to take what the day gives him. He is prepared to be prudent and prepared to be reckless, to take a beating when he has to and to go for the throat when he can. He understands that the field alters every day. His goal is not victory. Success will come by itself when it wants to, but to handle himself, his insides, as sturdily and steadily as he can. A professional does not show off. A professional's work has style. It is distinctively his own, but he doesn't let his signature grandstand for him. His style serves the material. He does not impose it as a means of drawing attention to himself. This doesn't mean that the professional doesn't throw down a 360 tomahawk jam from time to time just to let the boys know he's still in business. A professional dedicates himself to mastering technique. The professional respects his craft. He does not consider himself superior to it. He recognizes the contributions of those who have gone before him. He apprentices himself to them. The professional dedicates himself to mastering technique not because he believes technique is a substitute for inspiration but because he wants to be in possession of the full arsenal of skills when inspiration does come. The professional is sly. He knows that by toiling beside the front door of technique, he leaves room for genius to enter by the back. A professional does not hesitate to ask for help. Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer in the world, yet he has a teacher. He works with Butch Harmon. And Tiger doesn't endure this instruction or suffer through it. He revels in it. It's his keenest professional joy to get out there on the practice tee with Butch to learn more about the game he loves. Tiger Woods is the consummate professional. It would never occur to him, as it would to an amateur, that he knows everything or can figure everything out on his own. On the contrary, he seeks out the most knowledgeable teacher and listens with both ears. The student of the game knows that the levels of revelation that can unfold in golf, as in any art, are inexhaustible. A professional does not take failure or success personally. When people say an artist has a thick skin, what they mean is not that the person is dense or numb, but that he has seated his professional consciousness in a place other than his personal ego. It takes tremendous strength of character to do this because our deepest instincts run counter to it. 
Evolution has programmed us to feel rejection in our guts. This is how the tribe enforced obedience, by wielding the threat of expulsion. Fear of rejection isn't just psychological, it's biological, it's in our cells. Resistance knows this and uses it against us. It uses fear of rejection to paralyze us and prevent us, if not from doing our work, then from exposing it to public evaluation. I had a dear friend who had labored for years on an excellent and deeply personal novel. It was done. He had it in its mailing box. But he couldn't make himself send it off. Fear of rejection unmanned him. The professional cannot take rejection personally because to do so reinforces resistance. Editors are not the enemy. Critics are not the enemy. Resistance is the enemy. The battle is inside our own heads. We cannot let external criticism, even if it's true, fortify our internal foe. That foe is strong enough already. A professional schools herself to stand apart from her performance, even as she gives herself to it heart and soul. The Bhagavad Gita tells us we have a right only to our labor, not to the fruits of our labor. All the warrior can give is his life. All the athlete can do is leave everything on the field. The professional loves her work. She is invested in it wholeheartedly. But she does not forget that the work is not her. Her artistic self contains many works and many performances. Already the next is percolating inside her. The next will be better, and the one after that better still. The professional self-validates. She is tough-minded. In the face of indifference or adulation, she assesses her stuff coldly and objectively. Where it fell short, she'll improve it. Where it triumphed, she'll make it better still. She'll work harder. She'll be back tomorrow. The professional gives an ear to criticism, seeking to learn and grow, but she never forgets that resistance is using criticism against her on a far more diabolical level. Resistance enlists criticism to reinforce the fifth column of fear already at work inside the artist's head, seeking to break her will and crack her dedication. The professional does not fall for this. Her resolution, before all others, remains. No matter what, I will never let resistance beat me. A professional recognizes her limitations. She gets an agent. She gets a lawyer. She gets an accountant. She knows she can only be a professional at one thing. She brings in other pros and treats them with respect. A professional reinvents himself. Goldie Hawn once observed that there are only three ages for an actress in Hollywood. Babe, D.A., and Driving Miss Daisy. She was making a different point, but the truth remains. As artists, we serve the muse. And the muse may have more than one job for us over our lifetime. The professional does not permit himself to become hidebound within one incarnation, however comfortable or successful. Like a transmigrating soul, he shucks his outworn body and dons a new one. He continues his journey. If you love what you've heard or hate what you've heard, 
or you don't know what you've just heard, I want to know about it. I hope to share more goodies that will make you smile.